Shut up and sit down. Well, I'd like to welcome everybody back for another beautiful episode of Third Shift. What episode are we on? We are on episode 89, everybody. We are fast approaching episode 100 in which we are going to just destroy the world. It's going to be a fantastic time. Yes. But until then, as always, as you just heard, I have our fantastic, wonderful, thing, glorious Mr. Matt with us as always. Hello, Mr. Matt. How's it going this week, buddy? Well, I like the fancy voice that you put on for me with a well, I sip my gin and tonic here as a fancy man. Mm-hmm. He's sipping on his wonderful drink, everybody. <laughs> I should really have like a martini glass. Mm-hmm. I agree. I like this idea. But speaking of fancy and like top tier things that only like rich people do, I watched the WWE Greatest Royal Rumble event that was live on Friday from Saudi Arabia. That was a fun show. It was a pretty inconsequential show because like none of the titles really changed hands. It was kind of like a, a stepping stone between WrestleMania and Backlash. Just a big fun show, but I enjoyed it. It was a fun, silly show. They had a 50-man Royal Rumble, which was pretty cool. You got to see some unexpected people and some of the best bloopers I've seen in wrestling in a long time. If you haven't seen it, there's a clip of Titus O'Neil. He's running down to the ring, and he trips, and he slides completely under the ring apron. Like, he disappears. It's so good. And the best part is the commentators just could not stop laughing about it. Like, one of them was like, all right, guys, hey, you know, cool. Let's move on. There's some action up in the ring. And then they would just show another replay, and the, and the other two would just crack up all <laughs> over again. It's really good. But that was fun. And then over the weekend, I didn't see Avengers yet, but I did go see two other fantastic cinematic experiences. I went and saw A Quiet Place, which was really cool. I liked the, the whole premise and just the, the fact that a movie that is mostly quiet was able to be released in major theaters as like a movie to be seen and not just like a, a Netflix release or an Amazon video release. That was really cool. I enjoyed that a lot. Then I went and saw Isle of Dogs, which visually was outstanding. That's like the stop motion kind of like, not claymation, but that same kind of feel. you know. And then, again, that had some really cool audio design too because the soundtrack was a lot of like taiko drums because it takes place in Japan. But then there were parts where that would mix with what was actually going on. Like there was a... I think it was a drone or something moving across the screen, and then it cut to like a war room, and they had a little, you know, a little flashing dot. It was beeping as it was tracking the drone, but that went perfectly in time with the Tycho drum soundtrack. It was really cool, really well done. I enjoyed both of those movies. I enjoyed the rest of the show that I watched, and other than that, I've just been playing Yakuza Six. You know, I've been enjoying that. That's been a blast. I've been putting a lot of videos up on my YouTube page. Look up Doc Funky, Yakuza 6, Sub-Stories and Activities. Got a whole playlist there. Fun stuff, goofy stuff. There you go. Go check it out. But I guess that's pretty much it for me this week. What have you been up to this week, Eric? Well, I finally got to get and see a Thieves with Danny, which was a fantastic time. She got to be my personal bilge rat. We uh, happened to acquire a wonderful whaling chest, and it would not stop crying, of course, on our ship. So one of us had to continuously bail while the other one went ahead and, you know, sailed the ship to the different treasures. And she uh, quite thankfully volunteered for that duty. <laughs> and we <laughs> and we had a very successful mission. Drawed in a bunch of wonderful gold, got some rare tea, all sorts of good stuff. 
So I was happy to do that. It's been a long time coming. We bought this game, well, probably at launch, right around launch. I can't remember anymore. I think so, But yeah. just have never been able to find the time to really uh, match up and get her done. So hopefully this is a good sign for things to come. Besides that, uh, of course I was dying. I had like this big sickness for a few weeks, as you guys all know. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden my throat's all jacked up and I can't like, you know, like swallow anymore. Yeah, it's, as always, just some reason that I'm dying. I don't know why. Something's going on. Oh, well. <laughs> Besides that, I've been sort of in a gaming funk lately. I haven't really been able to get my attention to focus on anything in particular. I've just kind of dabbled a little bit here and there. But mostly, I've been watching a whole bunch of Marvel shows on Netflix, catching up on that. I'm finally to the Defenders, and then I've got Jessica Jones Season 2, and I will be up to date with all that. So I'm pretty stoked about that because it's been something that's on a bucket list for a while now. As well as that, I did go see Infinity War in the theaters. And, um, you know, spoiler alert. Hey, guess what happened? Nope, I took my headphones out. You're going to have to, like, wave your arms in the air once you're done spoiling it. Oh, boy. Okay, okay. Matt's back. It was a fake spoiler. I wasn't spoiling anything. I knew it was, but still. (laughs) Yes, I saw it. It was a fantastic movie. All sorts of great things happened. Go watch it. If you haven't watched it by the end of next week... You're out of luck. You know what? They're gonna be, our spoilers are already everywhere, mm. and I'm telling you right now, it's only gonna get worse. So if it's something you want to see, you know what? Sacrifice your kids to the gods. Do whatever you gotta do, and get out there and see it. Beyond that, nothing much. I'm alive. I'm kicking. So what the heck are we up to in the world of Gearbox? No, we can't do that because we gotta talk about the other cool stuff that we did this week. You don't, man. You just what did you we just, do this week? We did IG2G episode 28. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't remember what we do anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> so that was a fun episode. What did you talk about on that episode, Eric? Was it a fun thing? I, well, I talked about Jotun, which was awesome. Mm. And you, sir, gave me a whole bunch of crap about it. But, hey, it was a good little <laughs> game. I enjoyed it. I wanted to talk about Galgun too, But it, it just didn't quite make the cut. I still really think I should have thrown it in there anyway, just for fun uh-huh. and giggles. But I liked it. I thought it was a good episode. Had a lot of fun with it. Some really good games we talked about. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed it as well. There weren't a whole lot of big news topics, but I brought a, you know quite a few little things to the show. And then, of course, if you're a patron, if you patronize us, wait, no, that's a different thing. But anyway, if you're a patron, you got to listen to our What You Play in Third Shift that dropped, I believe, on Tuesday as well. So one day late, but no big deal there. That's always fun. I always like getting together with you and Danny and shooting the schnips around uh, games we've been playing all month. Yeah, it's a nice little outlet for us just to talk about what we are playing at the moment and not feel guilty and or you know rushed in the context for the most part. We do try to keep it to a certain timeline. So. I don't really worry about it. When it gets to me, I just go, all right, I'm just going to talk for 45 minutes. I don't care. Whatever. I see. All right, I Danny need to get in that mode. She's got all the time in the world. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Insert a cut from Danny of like, I don't know, some kind of sound effect for like sawing bones or something. I don't know. Something scary. That'd be good. Yes, yeah, something terribly scary. So with the awesome segment about a SoundCloud listener cut from the show, I want to say, hey, Danny did put up a little clip of the Patreon episode up on SoundCloud. So if you like what you hear, I think it's only a three-buck tier. So just, uh, you know, drop your three bucks in our Patreon and you have exclusive access. Well, I mean, you and everyone else who buys. And rolling on into my favorite segment of the entire week. We got no shift codes for anything. Great. Thanks. We don't, we don't need no shift codes, Matt. We don't need no shift codes. 
I can't say my favorite thing. I can't say my favorite. I know you can't. I know you can't. But that's I'm gonna say something at the end of the show. Then I'm gonna say what I really want to (gasps) say. No, I can't do that. What's that song? What I really, really want is what I really, really. (laughs) (laughs) What I really, really want is some shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands Two or the pre sequel. So come on. I know, see, I know what's going to happen. This will come out, but like five minutes before the episode drops, they'll be like, hey, look, shift codes. And I'll sound oh. stupid, like I do every week, because I always drop them on Friday. But mm-hmm. anyway, oh, well. Give us more shift codes. I'm sure they'll be back next week, so I can say my favorite thing. But then, now we actually do have some news in the Gearbox world before we get into specific games and such, because on the 5th, I believe it is, of May, this Saturday... People from Gearbox Publishing and Gearbox Software are going to be at Madness Games Comics like they were last year for free comic book day. They're going to have a meet and greet. And then they said that at this meet and greet, you can also learn more about their playtester program. So if you're in the Dallasy, Frisco-y kind of area in that like eastern Texas area, go check them out, get free comic books, and meet some cool people. Yeah, I enjoyed last year's because uh, Elisa and Meredith did a little live stream cam thing they were walking around talking to everybody and it was pretty cool a lot of fun to see everybody just sitting there talking to the different customers that were coming through signing autographs and then jim ferrona made an appearance and was talking and having fun mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that and it really made me sad that i obviously nowhere near texas and couldn't go myself and say hi to the gang down there and get involved yeah. but if you are as matt said get your butts in there because that's you know not a one-off kind of opportunity but hey it could be who knows if they're going to do it every year get that's in true. there so another thing I'm always excited about is the Battleborn free rotation, which we don't have this week. I mean, there's a special reason we might not have it over the weekend, but nobody posted like for the rest of the week what'd be going on. So no golden keys, no free rotation, man. I, you know, I like these segments in the show. I can't do them now. You can't do your regulars, man. It hurts your feelings. I'm going to drink some more. I'm going to drink this. Hey, you know what, though? I'm going to sing a song for you with my broken voice. It's all right, Mr. Matt. It's gonna be okay The sun will shine on you tomorrow Cause it's always another day <laughs> I don't like this, Eric I don't like this <laughs> I love it <laughs> So speaking of other things we love Of course, Battleborn Day 4 is coming up This Friday through Sunday We gave you all the details about it in the previous episode Obviously there's the loot hunt Which has started now So if you were trying to get into it, it's too late It's already open, it's already going They've got the art competition, the trivia contest, and then we learned more about bro certificates a little bit because our buddy Mental Mars tweeted out a special code that you can enter on the bro certificates website area once that finally unlocks to get yourself a little cake sticker. I think it's I prayed for Battleborn 2 is what the uh, code is, but don't quote me on that. Go hit up his Twitter, and then it unlocks a little cake with like two little uh, candles on it that you can stick on your little bro certificate. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I definitely dig the old bro certificate thing they're up to. Pretty neat. And, of course, we were wondering if Gearbox themselves were going to chime in on this whole event, and they sure as heck did. And what's funny, Matt, is everything we were talking about before in a previous episode, Jozo's asked us, you know, hey, what would you guys like to see, da 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 A lot of it actually came into play here. And I want to go down this list with my okay. broken voice. <clears throat> Gearbox said, hey, you know what? The community members, they've been putting together this awesome event, and we want to go ahead and support it. So, of course, beginning Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, running through Monday, May 7th, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, go ahead and expect this to be part of the wonderful Battleborn Day 4 slash Battleborn 2nd anniversary. 
Here it is. I'm just going to name it all off. You got the Do Loopocalypse it. going on. Boss drop rate adjustment, 50% normal, 75% advanced. Champion and elite enemy drop rate adjustment. Champion drops all gear rarities and elites drop more on commons. All enemies and bosses drop more higher rarity gear. Increased chance of getting gear with flair from faction, core, magnus, and legendary loot packs. Legendary Boom. loot packs. Boom. Oh, come on. Shush your mouth. I don't just like flair. Up. Legendary loot packs available for purchase, which is awesome. I always love it when they do that. Mm-hmm. Login rewards, and here's the cool one here. Of course, this just means login one time, you get this. One fireworks finisher, fantastic. One loot boost, fantastic. One double XP boost, and one Magnus loot pack. Great stuff. Login rewards, skins. You've got Ombra, the will to power, her gold skin. Miko's, our brightest colors, gold skin. Deandy, intelligence, gold skin. Benedict. Quoth the Raven? Quoth the Raven. There you go. Ah, I just had to read it again because I'm slow. Who's Benedict? Trash can bird. Oh, okay. That's, See, I, I didn't know, even write. I, I wrote TCB. I was trying I to just read. I was trying to read it right off the page. So, I, I, you know, I know who he is. I'm but very <laughs> confused. I don't know. But, but, <laughs> Benedict Arnold? <It> is. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch? Who is this? Exactly. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, that's the closest thing I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> Quote the Raven, it is his cyber skin, Kid Ultra, Heximus Rex, his cyber skin, Cleese, Mattis Scientist, it's his skyber, skyber, his skyber skin. <laughs> when he goes Whatever, on Skype and just, and just cybers. Skyber skyber's. skin. <laughs> uh, Mattis Scientist, his cyber skin. Skins and taunts will be on sale, 25% off, and all characters on free rotation, which is going back to what Matt was talking about. This is why they do not have a character rotation, because for half of the week, all the characters will be available to everyone and all people playing the game. So, they really did put forth an effort here, put all sorts of cool things in effect. I appreciate that every enemy in this game is going to just be dropping loot galore, Mm. because... That's the whole point. That's the fun part of it all. And why not let everybody who wants to get a piece of gear, as we said before, who hasn't got that particular piece, have a great chance at getting it. Yeah, that's true. I give a thumbs up to all this stuff. It's always good to get free stuff. I mean, they they didn't have to do any of it. So it is pretty nice. No. I'm still waiting on my third shift uh, shirt flare piece, though. Where's hey, one of these days. One of these days. But we do want to give a huge shout-out, too, as Gearbox did themselves, to the community members that kind of put this all together oh, and yeah. really pushed for it to happen, which was Mental Mars, Natsumi Ryu, Beya, Lowlines, and Joe's O's. And, of course, there were some other contributors in there, but those were the rocks of the whole scenario. So a big shout-out to those guys and gals. Thank you very much for putting forth the effort to keep this thing going. It's much appreciated. Battleborn, as we always say, didn't get the, the do it deserved, but God bless. There's a ton of people who still do love the game. Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree with that. Before we move on from the Battleborn Day festivities, I do want to point out our buddy and everybody's buddy, Jim Faronda, obviously voice actor extraordinaire. He put together a little YouTube video that was pretty cool and pretty cute uh, with Whiskey Foxtrot, Isaac, and Oscar Mike talking all about Battleborn Day 4 coming up. It's kind of using those like uh, Lego Roblox things that he does as the character models, but it's a cute little scene. It's pretty fun. They've got a couple little inside references right there. If you know the lore or you know some of the community members, go hit up his Twitter. You'll find a link to the YouTube video. It's only like four or six minutes long, so it's a quick watch. It's a fun watch. If you like Battleborn, you should watch it and have a fun time. There you go. I concur with that statement because Jim Fronda is a funny, awesome dude, and hopefully we see him in Borderlands 3. 
Yep, I agree. So then with all those festivities wrapped up and in the bag, I mean upcoming so you can open up the bag and have the festivities, we're going to start rolling on to even more fantastic unlocks and openings up and all kinds of developments with Fortnite Season 4, the 4.0 patch dropped. Good stuff in Battle Royale and Save the World. What are some of your favorite moments out of this one, dude? Well, let me first off just open this up with everybody who's in Fortnite playing you guys and gals need to just go read these patch notes. There was a bajillion of them. Oh, yeah. Just a crap ton of small things, changes, fixes, bugs, this and that, that they went through and fixed up. But, of course, the biggest and most crazy thing for me was that that... that I'm so excited about this that I'm stuttering like a crazy person. You can now tag your forts. Oh, yeah. They added tags to the game, which, once again, is something I just never even thought about. Even though I play Overwatch, which, of course, has tags. They went, hey, we're going to add tags, and you can go tag forts and screw around and leave your mark. I went, well, yeah. Well, don't duh. Why wouldn't you do that? Oh, my God. So that was fantastic. I thought that was a neat idea. Yeah, I was going to say it more as a joke than anything, but I mean, that is some of my favorite parts of like when you're in Overwatch and you're in the base on Defended, Danny puts up like a little cute spray on the wall, and then I put like a big red X over it, or like the scratchy Moira claws, and I'm like, ah, and I laugh super drunkenly. Now you can do that in Fortnite. You can put a big red X over somebody's dead body, you can put a big bomb on somebody's cool tower and then blow it up. You can have all kinds of crazy, goofy fun. Why wouldn't this have been in here? Now it is. What a great idea. Now, something else, of course, that is fantastic and wonderful was that one of the comets came down and went boom, created a crater in Dusty Divot, I believe it is. And along with that, a whole bunch of wonderful little rocks have now appeared called Hop Rocks, which, of course, distort gravity and allow you to do all sorts of weird, crazy things with that, hopping around like a Looney Tune. Fantastic. Once again, another wonderful idea just to kind of spice things up and make it more uh, exotic and enjoyable and just... And just fun. Funny and funny and fun, 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 because that's what this game's all about. <laughs> now, see, I'm imagining someone getting a hop rock, jumping up to the top of this giant tower. Well, not, I mean, like walking up, then hop rocking it. And, like, he's jumping off the tower, so he's going to die from fall damage, but he kills, like, five people on the way down because he's, like, floaty grav. And then he's victory royale, and then he hits and explodes and dies. That'd be awesome. Which is perfect. Mm-hmm. That is perfect. That's a great. That's a great way to go. That's a great way to get an awesome Victor Royale that you pop up on your Twitter and your Facebook feeds and look like a cool person. Exactly. Oh. You're gonna go into replay mode and shoot that all cool from underneath and over top and ooh, swirly round camera. It's gonna be awesome. Exactly. And you know, Mister Save the World. I know there's something that happened in there, right? There's actually more than a few things I wanted to mention. One I'll just say real quick is they've got the Blockbuster event part one called Origin Story. It's all about Ray goes missing and more Comet-related things, so figuring out what's going on with that. Don't have too many details on that, but the thing that I thought was really cool is that husks and mini-bosses can now drop loot. So they have a chance of dropping building materials, evolution materials, ammunition so you don't have to just sit there and craft things while you're in the heat of battle maybe you can get some from a husk and then the mini bosses will drop new caches or caches or however you want to say it with weapon schematics in some and then evolution materials in the other ones so more loot more like active pickups and excitement of in battle for save the world that's always good well, I thought it was much needed, too, because we've discussed this before in many episodes. In Save the World, we're going through, and 
you know, we're low on resources, so we're over here just sidebarring it, trying to get stuff. And then, of course, mm-hmm. your teammates just go and activate the quest, and we keep marching forward. And you don't want to be that guy who doesn't go help, so you just, you know, whatever, okay, fine, go help, build the stuff. And then end the sequence, and you come out with no extra resources to get your base where you want it to be, and to boot, you didn't get what you needed or whatever it was, you know. And you're finishing the combat with your pickaxe because you can't build any yeah. weapons, and you can't go into your menu because it's too convoluted, and you just, oh, I'm just pickaxing it, guys, help me, oh, God. And then we're, yeah, and then you're done. And then you have to start another mission where you have nothing you can barely scrape by. Mm. This changes all that because now, even if they go straight for it, well, every time you kill those husks and whatnot, you've got chances at all sorts of awesome stuff, which should, of course, bolster your reserves Mm. and allow you to keep marching forward at your own pace while you're having a blast doing it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited for that change. Another thing I'm excited for, it's a small change, but I I did pick it out of the patch notes. They've increased survivor HP by 40% so that when you hear, hey, help, I'm a survivor, and you don't know if they're in the attic or in the basement or around the corner or upside down or in a cave, you have more chance to find these survivors before they get eaten by the husks. I mean, it was never a big deal, but it was something that always like, hey, help me. And then you could never find them. And then it's, oh, well, a survivor's been killed. Well, I didn't even know where. How? What? I had no chance. So this will alleviate that little bit of frustration because it didn't happen often, but it happens sometimes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And also something they did was vaulted the crossbow. Just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Mm -hmm. That was in the Battle Royale. And just in case that was your your shindig, your big go-to, I just want to make sure to throw it out there. It has been vaulted. It is gone. So if you're looking for it, sorry, it is not there. But what you can look forward to are eight more Shadow Ops heroes in Save the World mode and a military weapon set. It's always good when they add new skins and new weapons and new abilities. I think there was like a double pistolier in the heroes that sounded pretty cool. Yeah, that was the uh, the new soldier. And that was, uh, I was looking at it, I was like, oh my God, mm. that sounds amazing. They call them lefty and righty. And then you nice. pull them both out going, reminded me of Nisha from, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. of course, Borderlands, a pre sequel, which was my gal for that game. So I was like, oh, that, that's right up my freaking alley. Mm. So pretty stoked about that. It'll be nice to get in there and hopefully try to get a hold of him. Yeah, absolutely. I think, other than that, the only thing I did want to specifically mention is with season four comes a new season of the Battle Pass. So that's a hundred more levels of cool unlocks, sprays, skins, back bling, all kinds of other good jazz. So, and that's only what, like 970 V Bucks, which isn't too bad. So if you want to be spending that money, get yourself a new Battle Pass and start leveling it up. Get all kinds of cool unlocks and be a badass Battle Pass. Bam. Matt said it best. Get in there, spend that money, be amazing. Because you know what? Epic needs that money, and you deserve to have all the good things to make it an easy, easy life in the wonderful game of Fortnite. But you know what's not an easy life? It's packing up all your stuff and going and doing a show at a big gaming event, at a big gaming convention. That's what this week's Compulsion Games Weekly Journal was all about. Two different cons they went to. The pros and cons of both of those cons. <laughs> oh, boy, I did it. Yes, <laughs> oh, it. yes, sir. <laughs> I should do like you always do. Shake my head and just go. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you couldn't. I saw you smile, and you went, "Oh man, Matt because did it I so could good. It was so it, funny because I could appreciate. <laughs> Golly! <laughs> so they were talking about PAX East 2015 and PAX East 2016, and even just judging by the pictures, you could tell how big the difference was. But there was a lot of cool behind-the-scenes stuff that they were all talking about. What were some cool things that stood out for you on this one, Eric? I'll give you two things before you go ahead and throw yours out there. The first one being that uh, going through U.S. Customs. It's something, of course, when you're in the U.S., you don't think about too much. However, I've left the country on multiple occasions. Mm. And every time I come back, 
They want to search my butt. They want to search everything I own and am. And it really bugs me. And I could only imagine the sorrow and sadness of these poor guys and gals with this van just full of stuff and this huge checklist that if anything's missing or if anything's not quite right, they can just go all sorts of bananas, throw you right back out, do all sorts of searches, hold you for hours. I could not imagine because the few times I've gone to Canada and come back and I have nothing. I have a baseball bat in my trunk. Mm-hmm. And a backpack with some clothes that I had. And they're like, they go nuts about it. Why? You got a baseball bat. What's a baseball bat for? I don't know. It's a baseball bat in my trunk. Why do you have frisbees? <laughs> well, because I have a frisbee. I don't know what you want. Come here. We're going to oh, bend over, cough. Why Why am I coughing? Because I have a bat and frisbees in my trunk. I don't understand. <laughs> Why are these frisbees all covered in sand and dirt and look very bent and <laughs> well, sad? Oh, Let me well, tell you. It's a can long we get a story, beer? Officer. We'll tell a story. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I understand, and that part really, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I couldn't, I couldn't even handle it." I'd be sweating buckets. I'd look super guilty for no reason at all mm. if I had a van full of stuff with a checklist I hoped was right and perfect when I was going through customs. So that really kind of stood out to me. Yeah, that, that was one thing. That was one thing I really liked too. I mean, I listened to a lot of like wrestling podcasts, and just to hear their stories of like, "Oh yeah, we're Canadian wrestlers, and we have a visa to go to like literally one place. Like you can go to this arena." And work, but then you know you get booked in like the towns around that, and so they're ta- always talking about like driving really careful, and because if you get pulled over, you can just they can just throw you back to Canada. So it's like you know we always talk about compulsion games, but you don't think about them being Canadian and like the troubles and hassles that they would have to go to through coming through the border and all that jazz. But like you said, the checklist was just like an awesome thing. Well, everything had to be right. And so they searched the van and found that we didn't have the black cube con- container thing. So we had to drive to the Home Depot just down the road, buy a cube thing, scratch it all up so it looked like it was ours, then go to lunch to make them think we drove all the way back to Montreal. That was, that was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I don't, I don't know you should have put that online, though, because <laughs> customs might get your ass next time. Hey, you're those fraudsters. Yeah, we got your number, Compulsion Games. <laughs> You're not getting through next year. <laughs> Which, tying into that, was uh, Gearbox. They were talking about, well, it ties into my next topic as well. as Apparently, whatever uh, event they're going to next, Gearbox is the one fronting them up. Oh, yeah. So that was kind of like an interesting tidbit. And, of course, the reason they said that was mm. because they were really hoping for some very plush, soft, wonderful carpet to stand on. So mm-hmm. if any of our awesome friends over at Gearbox are listening to this and didn't happen to catch Compulsion's cool journal, hey, at the next event, whatever it is, where they're going to be doing some shindigs, which they said is after the game's out, so I'm assuming at PAX West, but, hey, I have no idea, you better have some soft carpets for these guys and gals. Mm. And this leads me to the second part, which had me cracking up. Now, I've stood up in my job since I was 18 years old. I have never had a job where I've sat down. So mm. for me, walking and on my feet on concrete, tile, etc., has been a part of my life since I was 18. And so these these guys and gals were like, Hey, you know, for like three days, man, we were standing on hard floors. We had this like crappy carpet that we like Mm. tried to stuff some mats under to soften it up and it wasn't quite working. So we'd like take breaks and run over to the Sony and the Microsoft booths Uh. where they've got the really nice carpet at. I was just (laughs) cracking up because I'm like, I'm like, gosh, you're right. Normal people aren't used to just standing and walking on concrete all day long, every Mm. stinking day of their life. 
Yeah, huh? Crazy. <laughs> well, and you got to think about it too. We were talking about it earlier, and I was saying, well, yeah, if you're sitting in your nice computer chair doing your game dev stuff, but then you also got to think they're from Canada. So Canada probably has like triple plush carpets. Everything's super nicer and comfier in Canada. It's supposed oh, yeah. to dirty America over here, where a carpet is like a half ply toilet paper on the floor. There's mm-hmm. a carpet, guys, versus, you know, standard like triple ply mattress topper carpet that they have up in Canada. Yeah, and I assume they also have like these giant teddy bear people who massage their backs and do things for them. So it's pretty mm. cool. Canada sure is nice, man. It is. Got to get to Canada. I wonder <laughs> if the doctors wear little red noses and honk them if you're sad for you. Probably. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) I will say one of the things that I thought was pretty cool in this was, I mean, I guess I always knew that like for indie games, you had to come and build your own stuff for the booth or like arrange your own booth. But hearing them say that, I mean, obviously you can rent stuff from the con or the con space or the exhibit hall. That's the word I was looking for. But that's super expensive. So they were like, let's go to Ikea and Home Depot and just buy a bunch of junk and kind of throw it together and plot out our little floor plan for our little booth. And then showing the results of it, that 2015 booth, the first one they did, it still looked pretty sharp. It looked better than anything I would have thrown together. I thought it looked pretty damn great. I did think it looked real good, and I think their 2016 booth also looked very nice. Oh, yeah. Now, I found this whole, like you said, I found it very interesting, But and I, I tried all day to think of where I'd seen this before, but I remember a year or two back watching this whole video about a con being put together, mm-hmm. and then like this whole fast-forward time of all the different areas, the Microsoft booths, the small indie booths, all doing that time warp thing where they put it up and construct it and then talking about the pressures of it and everything going on and uh, the feuding of space and Mm. this and that. And as they stated, they said, hey, have you ever stolen or borrowed someone's, uh, you know... um, Wheel cart or something. Wheel cart. The (laughs) syndicated worker's wheel cart. And they Uh, said, the hell hath no fury. Yeah. mm. So this whole thing I watched a couple years ago talked about all that. So... While this was interesting, it just kept bringing me back to that memory I had of watching this video on how cons were put together and the work that went into it, and it just kept giving me flashbacks of all that. And I was like, yeah, I do remember all that because I've seen seen them you know, put stuff together like that. It's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then for that 2016 booth, they were talking about bringing in all like the 60s furniture and like the retro equipment and stuff, and how the 60s chairs were literally falling apart underneath them, and like their 60s TV that they brought in caught on fire randomly for absolutely no reason. Just all kinds of crazy things you wouldn't think of that happened to these poor people. Just the same thing with the border crossing, like all these trials and travails you wouldn't even imagine, you wouldn't even think of. And it's, I mean, it shows good humor from them to admit that hey we had all these problems and especially the border crossing thing yeah we found this like chintzy workaround and it was kind of not really legal but it kind of was I, I like the the honesty and openness and fun of these weekly journals you get to see behind the scenes and see that not everything's all spick and span and rosy rosy shiny you know what i mean mm-hmm. i just wish they'd have known us uh back when this was happening because mm-hmm. when they were talking about crappy 60s furniture the only thing that kept coming to my mind was our buddy James's crappy 60s furniture. His uh, two chairs and couch, couch thing. that yeah. we've used for years and years and years. And I said to myself, if they'd only known, they could have just called old Eric. We could have we got him two beautiful chairs and a couch free of charge. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. 
That's all I could think about. It was wonderful. That's great. That's great. <laughs> oh, man. But I think other than that, there wasn't all that much for me. We hit all the big major points. What about anything else for you, Eric? No, that was about it. It was a good uh, it was an article full of fun and joy. I, I liked it. I hope they keep kicking these things out because they're fun. Yeah, absolutely. And then, what is... I smell something. What is... Is that the smell of five stars? I smell five stars. Unless... Did you hear anything about uh, Nirvana? Is that... Mm-mm, no, Matt. It's there. It's almost there, man. I haven't oh, heard... I promised it. I was going to get a knife and a fork and, like, <laughs> shlink them together, but I forgot. No! Oh, damn no, it. Matt. You let them down. You let the people down. I was oh busy my making my gin and tonic with a big giant lime schlock in it. Well, you know, that is more important. I'll give you that. No, Nirvana Live has not returned. We still have not heard hide nor hair on where they are. Once again, I'm just assuming that they've got their heads in the sand, rocking and rolling on their new projects, getting ready for the E3. But who knows, because they have not said as of yet, that's all right, because either way, we win. We get either Nirvana coming back and all sorts of cool stuff, or we get to absorb a five-star from Randy Pitchford and Elisa. It's going to be fantastic. Hey, once they finally come back, we should be the first guest, because we're calling them out the whole time. We should be special guests dialed in via Skype. You and me, you can't do it because you'd be like having your kids running around. I would have to make a special occasion for that. Uh-huh. This is very important, Amanda. Please keep the kids upstairs. Just come running down. Your daughter is f-ing crazy. God damn it. We're, well, dear, we are live oh, with lots of people. With the CEO of Randy Pitchford. <laughs> oh, God, no. This, this wasn't like a. I don't give a f who he is. <laughs> Sorry, Randy. Dear, dear. You just hang on a minute, okay? <laughs> just hands on the microphone. I'll be back. Yep. <laughs> Cancel Skype call. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know what? Like you said, it's good either way for us. Either Randy Pitchford gives us a five-star review, or we get to hear their glorious, melodic voices on the podcast all over again. And other than that, I don't think there's much else. Do you have anything else you want to uh, mention on this fantastic episode? Not this week. We wrapped it up. We did pretty uh, pretty amazing, I think, because we're awesome folks. Yep. Even with a broken throat, we got through it. I'm um, hoping that we're going to get a lot of news, of course, in the coming E3. But if not, we're going to start doing some uh, projections, some theories, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we're going to start having some fun with it. And just get our hopes up and shake your head. sit here on Realism Rock and go, nope, nope. Have fun with those cannibals <sighs> and those monkeys, Eric. You go to that dumb island. No, Pick we're not me up going. When you come back. Well, see, you know, and I thought about it, man. I was like, should we go to the island before E3 hits? But I'm scared to. You know, I'm honestly scared to because I can't get my hopes up again. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> I I would love to. I miss the days when we could go. Oh man, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. But we've been burned so many times. I feel like if we went before E3, I'd be like, eh, it's going to be nothing. Um, You're going to pull a Sean when he was on doing Conjecture Rock with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, what's your what's your wildest projections? Probably nothing. Oh, thanks, Sean. Probably That's nothing. Good. Maybe an added thing. That's not Conjecture <laughs> Isle at all, no. <laughs> that, that was my best case scenario. Worst case, we all explode as the Earth dies. Oh, I mean, I guess that's the worst case, but I mean, jeez. <laughs> Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how the next week treats us. And also, if you do remember, Gearbox Publishing stated that at the end of the month, they were going to go ahead and have another one of their little shindigs, journals, and tell us about a project, maybe two, that they're working on. We have mm-hmm. not seen that as of yet. 
So maybe that's going to pop a little bit late, and we're going to have all sorts of wonderful news next week. Eh, maybe. I'm trying to remember. I think they usually drop it on Friday like what they do with the Golden Keys, so we might see it tomorrow morning. I don't know, though. Here's the hoping. I'm excited to hear what they're working on. You know what they say about hope, Eric. And hey, yeah. if you know what they say about hope, you can email that to us. You can also send us questions, comments, concerns, feedback. That's the answer to the question this week. What do they say about hope? Make sure you watch like the part two of a big three-part thing. That's the only hint I'm going to give you. You can send those answers to us via email, info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. And we do have a wonderful Patreon set up. We have all sorts of boys and girls over there already throwing a little bit our way once in a while. We appreciate each and every one of you. It really helps us keep the lights on and the road to glorious success flowing. If you liked what you hear, please consider heading over there, throwing us a buck, throwing us five bucks. We treat it like a tip jar. It doesn't have to be every time, but once in a while, fantastic. If you can't because money's tight or you got bills to pay, that's totally understandable because that's the way the world works. You can also go ahead and give us likes, five-star ratings, message us, comment, all sorts of wonderful ways to interact with us to also show us that you care and or have some wonderful constructive criticisms, feedback, all that good stuff. We appreciate all of it. Please head on over to all those outlets and hook us up. Absolutely. And of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 11th of May for our very next episode. And you can find those episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. As Eric always says, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. And I will just say, hey, if you guys are having fantastic times on Battleborn Day, also email, tweet, or Facebook message us with your cool stories, your cool fantasy fantastic details of your awesome time that you had and maybe we'll read that on the show next week there's an incentive send us some stories about how well or poorly you did on battleborn day boom there you go yeah i'd love to actually hear about that and hell even not even battleborn they just some glorious times you've had in battleborn in general that'd be fun a lot That's of good true. memories, and then, of course, getting this back going and rolling and facing off against peeps and in story modes this weekend. That's got to churn up some kind of good stuff for you. Which, of course, by the way, I don't think we stated, but I know I'll be in there this weekend, on and off throughout the whole weekend, having some fun, doing mostly story, a little bit of PvP here and there, but mm-hmm. I intend to go through the story missions a bunch myself. And I figure I'll drop into PvP a little bit on and off throughout the weekend. And I did want to say, hey, if any of you meet up against the Human Hack and Mrs. Human Hack, please kill them unmercifully for us, because they're our greatest rivals. And just do do your buddies a favor. Murder them a lot. Thank Make, you. Kill them so bad that they get divorced, and Mrs. Human Hack has become ex-Human Hack. It'll be great. I, I will love it. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> And with that glorious, like, good news, hey, destroying a marriage ending to the show, I'm just going to (laughs) say, don't don't forget forget to to save. save. Shut up and sit down. Good.